it under 100. Folks, welcome back to the Keep It Under 100 podcast. Both of your co-hosts are here, Slater and AJ. AJ, how are you? I'm well. You know, a little bit of a layoff here between pods, but yeah. we're in the spooky season. Had a big had a big work conference last week, and by the time we got to Thursday, I was just fucking beat. Last week was the longest week of my life. It's amazing. I mean, now that you work from home, not to say that I don't work hard, because I do, because I'm usually putting in like 10, 11 hour days most of the time, but like when you actually have to like... Go to the office. Go to the office and work the entire time. Like, it really takes it out of you. I would just like to say, so I'm going to the office on Monday, the 30th. Okay. Usually like once a month. The, I do so much less work in the office, it's incredible. Yeah, we talked about that before, how every five minutes somebody's I'm just, stopping I'm just like talking to people and like everyone's going to be in the office today or a lot of people. We're doing like a little like tailgate, like a mixer afterwards before okay. the Lions Monday night game. Nice. Zero work's getting done that day. No, no chance. Okay. Well, and then joining us today, it's going to be kind of a uh, mixed bag Halloween-centric pod, since we're not going to be recording until after Halloween. But first-timer, George Fassard. George, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. George is our um, horror movie connoisseur. Actually used to be on a horror movie review podcast. What was it called? Fear frequency. Fear frequency. Okay. So we got we have the experts. So probably gonna be. <laughs> I'm, I'm pumped to talk horror movies. Been watching a lot of horror movies. Here. He's gonna be, he's gonna be judging our picks pretty harshly. But <laughs> so what we're gonna do after we talk a little golf, and obviously we'll get to the picks later for our time to lose some money and our abysmal performance last week. But mine wasn't as bad as yours, but it wasn't great. I mean, I was due. I was kind of on a hot. You streak, were on a, a but, big heater. But we're gonna do uh, the best Halloween costume each of us feels like we've ever had oh god we're gonna do a this uh, might be the podcast that gets me canceled <laughs> well that could happen <laughs> any day now uh we're gonna do a candy draft interpret that as you will whether it's the your favorite candy to receive in your trick-or-treating bag or just favorite candy you like to eat around halloween whatever okay uh mine's kind of universal i don't think this changes regardless of the season or whether I got it in a trick-or-treating bag or not, it should, these are just my favorite candies. Okay. All all options. And then we're also going to give our top three favorite Halloween slash horror movies uh, in order. Top three with some honorable mentions and why. Okay. So, we'll, but we'll do that. Let's let's talk some golf yeah, first. Let's go briefly through the Zozo. Let's breeze well, through first, it. we got a, we have a new guest. So... We got to go oh, with yeah. George. State What's of the up? game. I forgot about state of the game. Too. I always start with state of the yeah. game. So George, what? Uh, what's your golf game like? How often do you play? And how are my clubs treating you? <laughs> oh my God, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I do. Your have clubs, clubs. clubs. <laughs> in their goose old clubs. So it's third generation lefty here. <laughs> wow. Um, I would describe my game as terrible. Uh, I'm a bad golfer. I probably only golf five times a year. Like, yeah. sporadically fill in for the um, league here yep. and there. Yep. And we'll play, like, X-Golf on the simulator every now and then, but definitely not a regular golfer. Okay. And and, it, and my game reflects that in a lot of ways. <laughs> George is one of those guys who you can tell, like, at one time he thought about playing a lot of golf. Because fundamentally his swing is actually decent, but he has, like, no speed through the swing. So Just- every... Go old man golf. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. 180 so, down the middle. That's all he, you <laughs> he's got some work to do. Uh, 
you do have new clubs this year. Are you going to think about getting out a little more next year or just going to depend? Yeah, I mean, I would like to. Um, I wanted to get out a bit more this year, and we did have sometimes like, uh, you know, for the bachelor party, we went out, and I think I golfed a little bit more regularly this year than I had in prior years. And it is fun. I like going out, so I'd like to make it a little more regular this year, try to get out a little more often. And the more you get out, then it just it becomes that much more addicting because then you actually right. start hitting good shots, and then you're not just out there to hang out. Then right. all of a sudden it's like... Oh shit! Well, maybe then I you can start act- to hate yourself. You <laughs> then maybe when you can't get past the plateau. Maybe, maybe I can make a few pars, and then you do make a few pars, and it's like, oh shit! I made a birdie this round. Maybe I can do that again. I did hit my first par this year, which was crazy. Yeah, there we go. Then it's just like, why don't I just try and get the ball in one shot every time? Yeah, it's <laughs> knocking in the hole. Uh, okay. Well, we uh, we got out again. Uh, BT. Little, little pod. Check out uh, Instagram, Twitter, Threads, all the sh- socials. At 100 underscore, keep it under. I made sure that everyone could see maybe the worst putt that I've ever seen anyone hit, let alone AJ hit. Okay. <laughs> there, <laughs> is, there is some truth to the text. He said, anytime you bust the camera out, my putting just turns terrible. I think I, think I'm I camera have, shy while putting. I, the la- so the last two full holes that I've recorded for you were the par five at Rackham where you four, oh, the four, four putt. putt. Oh, my God. Where you did a full Zeno and it was like halfway to the hole, halfway to the hole. <laughs> and then this one. Where you had a case of the lefts, had to chip out another great chip, hit it to like two and a half feet, and then didn't even sniff the hole from two and a half feet. No, that was it. A... Wasn't as easy of a putt as it looked. It was downhill and sloping, but that was just the, le- was the least, least confident com- putt, the ever. least committed stroke that's <laughs> like, ever been was, struck. Yeah, it was. I might as well have used my foot. Um, <laughs> yeah, BT was BT was okay. We we're the only people on the course for the first like twelve holes. Which was cool because we played in like three hours, hooked up with uh, with Jordan, Jordan from the refuge. Yeah, from the refuge, so we had a good uh, good time. It just the course is obviously a little nicer than Hickory Hollow and Sycamore. You can tell that it used to be private because yeah. the greens are still in pretty good shape. But the course is just far too similar to those two to like like. But when we that one par four or five right along Hickory Howell. Like that once par five? I, yeah, par five, so like, hold like 13 or 14 maybe. No, that was like 15 or 16. 15, whatever 16, it is. I think. That like, as soon as I got there, I'm like, this is like exactly like these two other courses. And yeah. It, if they, it, it all if they put a little more if, money into it and like keep the condition nice for those two, I will not, play it again. But well, like I said, is that probably the nicest bunkers that I've played. Incredible bunkers. Any course that's like less than $150 yeah. that I've played this year, definitely the nicest bunkers. Didn't play the greatest. No, um, you did not. I mean, so, I didn't either. I think I ended up shooting like 82. So Wedges were not there today. Or no. Not today, but a couple days ago. No. The con- it was just the contact wasn't there. You were you were real, swiping everything with no real divot. Real clippy. Yeah, real clippy over the green. Um, the, it all depends on if you like that style of golf. Like the giant oak trees, the thin corridors. I don't mind that. It's just... I have to get out of my head that it's it's not like the triplet of those other two courses. It's a completely like yeah. standalone. Well, the thing I the one thing I do like about it is you hit a lot of different shots. Like you use every club. As short as the course is, you still use almost every club in the bag. You, it, I think I hit four different clubs off the tee. It plays longer than it does. It acts at sixty one hundred, but it plays longer because there's a lot of like you said, kind of like target golf. Like mm-hmm. a lot of dog legs, you have to kind of hit it to a spot which. They do it well. Sometimes it gets a little like gimmicky and repetitive, but yeah. there it wasn't. But I, also I didn't don't really feel, like, feel that. I just, yeah, I don't. My really... biggest concern is that it seems too much like those other two courses. Yeah, I didn't feel like any of the two holes are that identical. There, mm-hmm. there are two 
basically like 90 degree dog leg rights. I think there are two of those. Yeah, one in like 10 or uh, one in 12. Yeah, something like that. But I mean, both those are fine holes. It's just, yeah. I don't play uh, shot shape that fits having six dog leg rights on the course. Yeah. So, still enjoyed it. I'll probably play it one more time in like the spring, summer to see what it's like. Yeah. But it's not. It all cor- depends on price, though, too. Yeah. Like we talked about, like we paid 50 bucks in the middle of October. Like, I'm not paying $70 to play that course in the summer. I mean, you just paid 50 to play in October. What's wrong with playing 70 in the summer? It's not worth it. I'd rather pay 70 to play a lot other play, a lot of other places than there. Yeah. Anyway, do you, uh, you play it all on Sunday? I did not play Sunday. No, we Had, played Sunday. Uh, Tim's wedding shower on Sunday. Congrats to him and Emily. Uh, and then you know, watch the Lions just get thumped. Yeah, bad um, weekend for sports in the state of um, Michigan, unless you're a U of M fan. Yeah, not for Michigan. We'll get to well, that. Well, Michigan's to... having a bad week right we'll, now. Eh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that. But um, we have a green, Greenskeeper Revenge at, not you, but I do, I at uh, Sanctuary Lake this weekend. It's just, it's fun every year. It's always cold, but they put the pins in just the most brutal locations on almost every green where when you hit it on the green your ball can't be anywhere near the hole like the closest you're going to be to the hole is probably 15 feet and if you don't make that putt the ball is back at your feet or farther away yeah because they put everything on like the hardest slope on the green i need to put i feel like the last like three or four years i've only played that course in the winter and never like mid-season mostly because it gets so backed up mid-season but i do want to play it again like a 6.30 tea time in the summer yeah, where I'm like fir- first. Because every time I play it, like we played it uh, what last March or April. Mm-hmm. It was me, you, Ryan, and Goo, I mm-hmm. think. Or is it just me, you, and Ryan? might have just been the No, few. Goo was there too. He was, he was. We left after nine because it was like your ball hit the green and it went 100 feet in the air because of how hard they were from being frozen. We left after nine? Uh, me and Goo did. Or oh, maybe no. me and Ryan did. Yeah, I think I played. You finished it out, but I think me and Ryan left. Well, anyway, uh, got that on Saturday, and then uh, we're both going to, we'll recap next week, but we're both be in the no pin open at Boulder Point the following week. Yeah, should be good. So, anyway, recap a little uh, professional golf. We didn't play last, or we didn't uh, record last week, so Tom Kim gets his third win, wins the Shriners, uh, the youngest besides Tiger to get to three wins. Kind of a you know off season fall event, but I mean a win's a win. Yeah, we do have to pick uh, our new golf pick them, get a, a formula going for that, and get that going. Well, that'll be January. That'll know, be the new. Week. That'll be the fresh season. Yeah, we have to we have to iron out the details. We well, still owe me for that, don't you? Did uh, we yeah. decide steak we dinner? Steak for dinner, that? yeah. Oh baby. Uh, side note to that, I I mean I didn't watch a ton of it, but I was checking in just as much as everybody else related to Lexi. Lexi Thompson got a sponsor's exemption into the Shriners. Oh. And was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We was wa- like right on the cut line. Well, we, it, uh, we watched, we recorded like that Thursday or Friday. We recorded Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she gained nearly a full shot on the PGA Tour field and strokes gained off the tee during the second round. She was plus .93 on the day. Well, her strokes gained putting because she's a notoriously poor putter. She actually putted a just below average for the two days. Okay. Finished one shot off the cut line and missed a six-footer for birdie on her last hole, which would have put her inside the cut line. Um, 
And then Morikawa wins the Zozo by six. I feel like the Zozo's a tournament I always want to watch, like, the entirety of. It's perfect timing, like, especially if you, like, go out to the bar, it's on at, like, 10 p- 9 p.m. Correct, yeah. But also, like, at a certain point, like, I can't stay awake long enough to finish it. Yeah. Unless you, you're, like, really juiced up and, like, Ricky's about to win or something, it's Ricky hard, hard to play. Ricky six over on Sunday, so. Yeah. Well, Morikawa shot seven under, I think. It was good to see Morikawa win just because... A lot of people just assume that he's played, like, terrible the past year because he doesn't have any wins. But, like, if you look at his strokes gained, he's actually, like, just barely under what he was when he won, like, three times. It's putting, like I said, super streaky. If he gets hot, he's going to win. And, hey, guess what? He got really hot on Sunday. Yeah. A couple things related to live so the live team championships and match play championships were the past two weeks oh man that must have been real exciting for the 55 people who watched yeah i turned it on for about 10 minutes and it is it's beyond unwatchable i did like the scoreboard is almost like a strobe light like it constantly i i just want to have an aneurysm you want to have an aneurysm that's how bad that's how bad it is that's archer's third biggest fear is the brain in your Archer's right? a great show. Have you it watched is. the new season? I haven't yet? watched the new season yet. But I have like one episode. That's now. the best cartoon show there is. I agree. Um, but it's oh god, the announcers. It just they don't stop. It's just too much. I did it's like so uh, the clip of Phil on eighteen coming out the M M&M and M and then immediately slicing the ball, almost ob. Phil is. I can't even take. I can't. You can't believe a single word the guy says. Because now he's like, oh, yeah, we have a million people that are trying to get in to live. He's and, a shyster. Um, Brooks was on Jake Paul's podcast, of, of all people, and said, I signed for the dough. I'm 100% behind that. I don't know if tomorrow I'll get in a car accident and never play golf again, but my family is taken care of. You probably would. You probably wish he would get a into a car accident. Uh, I mean, I don't hate Brooks, but, I mean, it wouldn't upset me I would, I, would, I would laugh if phil got in a car accident i'm sure you would <laughs> anyway uh uh taylor gooch beats kepka in a playoff to win the season-long singles title wins another 18 million dollars so that taylor guy. gooch in two years is going to make more than phil mickelson's entire pj tour career on live seems right phil Taylor Gooch, you know, drives a lot of eyeballs, I guess. So, yeah. I mean, so investment Gooch, well made. He's, he is a top 75 player in the world. God. And then uh, the team championship, uh, Bryson's team, the, Cru- the Crushers, I believe is their name. Yeah. They ended up winning. Annabelle Lahiri ended up shooting like seven under the, on that day. Bryson shot six under. Bryson made like a long birdie putt to end it. And if you saw his interview afterwards... It's like the most cringe-worthy forced thing you'll ever see. He like gets kind of choked up and like, oh my god, I love these guys. They work so hard and like trying to give like a post, like they just like won the a, Super Bowl. Like they just won like the you know like the Big Ten championship and they're yeah. going to the playoff or something like that. That's the kind of vibe he was giving off, but it feels so forced and awkward. It's, it's not pretty. We got boobs in this movie. I don't think so. No. We have smile on in the background for the. Uh, for the Halloween theme. And then from the, I thought this was funny, from the World Golf Awards, which if you don't know what that is, don't like worry. the AVN Awards. Just because <laughs> no, nobody knows. But Liv won Best Golf Innovation, 
and world's best golf event, Live Golf Adelaide. It beat out the Ryder Cup in all four major championships. Oh, yeah, nice. Side note to that, they were the only event entered into that category. And that was, Adelaide's what, the, it was the Australian event? Yeah. But no one submitted the Ryder Cup or any of the majors to win that award. So Amen. you know it's a solid awards system. You win by award system. God. It's like if like you took someone's virginity and you're the best person she's had sex <laughs> with. You're the only one that's entered in there, and so you win the reward by default. Yeah, it's exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two other side notes I had here. It's LPGA. Annika Sormstam is still the leading career money list. She was incredible. She's now a member of Augusta. She, that's true. She retired 15 years ago, though, and she's still the LPGA career money list leader. Rose Zhang will probably eclipse that. What, do you, you have her total? I do not. But, And then uh, our boy Max Homa had a great quote. quote. He went on a, a buddy's trip somewhere. I think it was in Vegas, but I'm not positive. But he was like, just one time I'd like to go on a boy's trip where we catch up on sleep and relax as much as possible instead of pushing our bodies to the absolute limit. <laughs> Joel Damon then replied fittingly and said, I don't want to be on that trip. <laughs> and then Max Homer replied to that and said, win-win. Win-win. <laughs> so, I thought that was fitting, as I'm sure a lot of us feel that way. Yeah. So how are you feeling right now? We're about, what, 25 Se- minutes in? 17 at- minutes in, I think 25 minutes in after drinking the Magic Mind? Oh, that's true, we did. So I'm feeling pretty locked in. I, I mean, it, it could have been two minutes or twenty minutes <laughs> or two hours, and I wouldn't know the difference. For the unaware, Magic Mind is a, uh, I guess, like a daily shot. It's supposed to like help. Stay it's like sharp. a wellness shot. We'll get in more into it. We, 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 you might be seeing some some yeah, collaboration they, they sent, in the future. They sent us some stuff to potentially sponsor the pod. Yeah, it tastes way better than I thought it was going to. We're we're looking into it. We got to yeah. give it a give it a fair shot. And you've been spot on these first eighteen minutes, so I'm not sure if it's the magic <laughs> mind or just the Halloween season. Yeah. All right. Well, let's not uh, let's not delay any further. Let's jump right into the Halloween shit and get uh, get the expert involved. Uh, what do we want to do first? Why don't we do the costume first? Okay. So, best costume you ever had, whether that was just your personal feeling, whether you got the most compliments, whatever the case may be. George, you want to start us off? So, there was a point in time, probably from age like 6 to 10, where I think I was Batman every single year. Obviously. That's obviously. That's a good deal. Um, which, obviously love that costume, love that character. Uh, I am pretty excited for my costume this year, where I'm going to be Jesus. That's uh, pretty sad. <laughs> so... I think are this you, year is going to be a solid pre- one. Pre-reincarnation or post-reincarnation, Jesus? Uh, I'm going to be pre because I don't want to do all the uh, like, crown of thorns and stigmata yeah. on my hands and all that. Yeah. Okay. Keep it easy for me. Just basically wear the uh, the robe and the red shawl. Okay. So I am excited for this year's costume. Batman was big for me. Was Batman the same every year? Was it the same costume or did you get a new one every year? Well, I mean, I grew out of the old ones and I had to get a slightly bigger version. But it was like probably the, well, I would have been like in the late 90s so it would have been probably like the batman forever ish would have been like oh, the costume the nipple or, <laughs> or the george clooney nipple bat suit Ooh. <laughs> uh, like funny nipple. side story about batman costumes one of my first halloween costumes ever i don't know what grade this was in but i, I have a picture back from you know bus stop era with a couple of my friends one of them has this just you, remember, you guys familiar with bucky o'hara 
It's like a space crime fighting rabbit. No. No. Well, either way, this guy, my, one of my buddies had a just fantastic Buddy O'Hare store-bought yeah. <laughs> costume with the mask and everything. And yours was homemade? My other buddy <laughs> had an awesome homemade Dracula costume and nice. then like the blood on his face and everything, the yeah. face paint. I had what can only be described as the worst homemade <laughs> Batman costume <laughs> of all time. The picture essentially looks like a garbage bag with like <laughs> eye holes cut out like like pseudo spiky ears and yeah my grandma sewed it and it's, it, and it's like made out of like i don't know like what you would make a tent out of like <laughs> that like kind of nylon fabric. yeah and then she like painted the symbol on like a black sweatshirt it's just really <laughs> fucking bad and i was so mad about it like i think i boycotted halloween for a few years like, <laughs> like you were so embarrassed by the costume yeah, i was like there's like, no way i'm ever getting a real costume again elementary school costumes were were like the best because usually like that's when it's the best to buy a costume and like off their expos like kind of right. compose one well because they make them for children right so. yeah i was the and blue you're ranger, so hype around it blue at the ranger time. kindergarten i think it was darth vader some uh, of the hel- well, some of the like power ranger helmets oh mine was like now, a trash I know. Was, they, they like clip yeah. on there's a photo of like my kindergarten class that i have yeah. in our costumes and i'm in like the the peasant blue ranger <laughs> and like there's someone who's the so white ranger got, like, the who nice has like one. a yeah. sick like nice mask helmet mine's like mesh and you're just sitting there like mine looks like a ski mask and they're like a bitch. Like, yeah, nah, this I think I was like Jar Jar Binks in third grade. Oh, God. <laughs> I assume we're in the Jar Jar Binks costume, and I don't know why. Wow. You're a sick, sick yeah, man. That's Char- a charging like the <laughs> picking like the most one of the most hated characters right, in yeah. cinema history. Eighth grade, I'm pretty sure me and uh, my buddy across the street went as ICP. Okay. So that's full face paint. I oh. didn't really listen to ICP, it just felt like a good a good costume so to go with. Right? Yeah. So what, so what was your best costume? <laughs> uh, so 2009 or 10, I was Papa Smurf, which was solid. Oh, nice. <laughs> so have full, you not seen the photo? I think I had full blue body paint, like a yeah, diaper. So and... <laughs> I didn't have a diaper. No, I wore like red pants. Okay. Uh, I had like a blue shirt, blue body paint, like neck up. And dyed, dyed my beard completely white. That's awesome. Nice. Um, so that was a really good one. Me and Frank Wolf doing Jay and Silent Bob the one year. Yeah was also great but we also Ooh, a, that is a good one i have a good photo of that but we got into a huge fight before we even got into the halloween party <laughs> we we're going to so Perfect. didn't even get to like really use it okay the best one is a very questionable controversial decision <laughs> controversial definitely decision. would not happen in the circa 2008 2010s. okay um me and a friend of the pod kyle bobian one is robin big Big, <laughs> big black, so to speak. I unfortunately covered up for it. Um, back but face, AJ. I mean, in in retrospect, definitely not something you can do. Terrible decision. It was a solid costume. Yeah. Because no one knew it was me. Yeah. Like everyone thought it was just some random person that came to the party. And, and the proportions of you and Kyle are probably like, spot, like on. spot on to Robin Big. Yeah, it was. It was a. Uh, it was a great costume. So that, that, was a, that was your year. I think you were. So uh, that's a good uh, dynamite. Yeah. So that's a good segue into. My, I hate. I don't love Halloween. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, here's the Papa Smurf. That is good. So Robin Big photos have been scrubbed. From I the think. Internet. I think part <laughs> of me is so. part of me is probably still scarred from my horrible Batman. <laughs> but I don't. I I do not enjoy dressing up. I don't like Halloween parties in general. I love dressing up. Um. But my best Halloween costume ever was Napoleon Dynamite in that 08, 09 time frame. There's my shitty oh helmet. Oh, God, that's bad. 
<laughs> oh, uh, a lot of people, like, without a beard when I was younger, I definitely looked a little bit like John Heater. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got the t-shirt, you know, the vote, the for, vote Pedro, for Pedro, the jeans. I got, the like, moon the, boots. the moon boots yeah. and, the wi- and the wig and the glasses. But the best part about it was I stayed in character for the entire party. <laughs> like, I looked at the great. ground the whole time. Yeah. I'd be like, do whatever I want to. God! <laughs> the whole time. But and that movie was so insanely popular at the time. Jane Silent Bob with Frank. Also awesome. <laughs> I'm real yeah, pissed. And that was right in that had. Napoleon Dynamite time right. frame. Right. So. That movie was just the most popular thing There's a lot ever. of good costumes that year, I believe. There was a bit, That lot was when Dolan good. was the uh, Geico Money. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which was a, a great costume that, like, no one, like, no, I think you might have been the only person in the world to be the Geico Money as Halloween costume. That was a solid one. That is good stuff. Um,. But yeah, I don't. I don't know that I've had even a remotely good costume since then. I don't no. even know how many times I've dressed up <laughs> since then. Erin and I usually dress up. We did. Uh, we did more cowbell. So she was Christopher Walken, nice, and I was Will Ferrell with the cowbell. <laughs> okay. And she had like the leather jacket and like slicked her hair back. It was absolutely great. I, find, I got to find a photo nice. of that. We did double dare. So we had like Ooh, that's good. slime helmets and stuff. I've always wanted to do a full-on version of the Legends of the Hidden Temple, oh, yeah. like get the elbow like pads, the, yeah. the helmet, silver monkeys, silver or something. Monkeys, yeah. Do that. I yeah. think that would be sweet. The one year I did go as uh, Hopper from Stranger Things. Okay, yeah. I bought the shirt, got the acid wash jeans, and like shaved a mustache. But like that's about as far as it went. Right. But we did do uh, Cards Against Humanity the one year. So How do you do that? You just use two cards, and Aaron's card was like kid tested, mother approved, as okay. like the white card, and then my black card was anal sex. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I saw a uh, <laughs> it was a reel from a Jeopardy thing the other day, and all the 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 caption was woof, but it was yeah, it was a Jeopardy question. It was like this was. In like in this time frame, acceptable for twelve and oh, and he says age of consent. (laughs) (laughs) Age of consent. He's like, no, No. (laughs) yeah, I saw that. It's Uh, like puberty or something like that. Yeah, Jesus. (laughs) It's like twelve, twelve for females and and fourteen for males. (laughs) What is the age of consent? (laughs) Okay, buddy. (laughs) Anyway, your computer's getting yeah. Someone check that that guy's hard drive. Exactly. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the draft. Let's save the movies for last because there's a lot of a lot of stuff there. I think. Uh, How many candies do we get? Let's do three each. Let's do a draft. Okay. So, uh, George, as the guest, why don't uh, he can pick where he wants? You, you can pick first, which which slot third? you want. One, snake two, draft. or three. We're gonna do a snake draft. All right. Um, I'll go first then. AJ, you want second or third? I'll go third. Damn it. Uh, okay. All right, George, kick us off. What is your first pick in the Halloween slash candy draft? I mean, it's got to be the all-time classic. The Reese's Peanut Butter Cup is the unbeatable all-time champion. Do you have a favorite shape? Which shape tastes the best? So, not Halloween-related. I think it's the The tree. pumpkins are good. I think it is the tree. I think, I think the, the Christmas tree. tree is the best one. It's the best ratio of, like... You get the most peanut butter yep. with the chocolate, and I think yep. the Christmas tree is the best. I think the 100% yeah. in agreement. I like the eggs. The eggs, eggs are good, are good eggs too. Are good too. The, Damn. the only issue is I sometimes wish the shapes had a little bit more chocolate to them to balance them out. Mm. Just like a good, like, almost one-to-one ratio. I don't feel that way at all. Really? No. Mm. 
I mean, <laughs> Reese's is the undisputed goat. All right, I'll go second. I'm gonna go with uh, mini Snickers. Mini, just sort of Snickers, and you. I'm just gonna say Snickers, but the mini Snickers. Mini. I feel similar where I feel like the ratio is perfect. Where a bite, of you get a, a little bit of everything. A you bite get of a large Snicker is good, but I think the ratio is better in the minis. Because you get a, you get the peanut. You at least get one peanut in there. Some nougat. Some nougat. God, there's so many good candies. All right, you get back to back here. Um, so I think a very underrated candy, and it's great all year round. And I love just the like little snack size ones. Kit Kat. Love a Kit Kat. Yeah, a, Kit Kats are great delicious. Pick. That was like one of the favorite things to get in the bag. You'd run home, dump your Same bag. Same thing. I think the ratio is Kit perfect Kat. on the mini ones, but the yeah. regular size ones are actually perfect as well. Yeah. If it was full size candy bars only, I think Kit Kat would be my first choice. Kit Kats are very good. Um, also, the Halloween Kit Kats, where they're like, oh, like the, the different orange. color, like the orange yeah. or the white oh, yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. I don't Those... really like the white chocolate one, but the orange one, yeah. like the orange colored chocolate flavored one, is. Is good. Okay. I'm a sucker for candy that changes their colors. I almost bought the Frankenstein <laughs> Reese's before I came okay. here, like the green bottoms. You're, you know, it's just food coloring for the most part and <laughs> yeah, doesn't change I know, anything. Like, it's just, I like it. Okay. Right, fuck you. Um, <laughs> What's your next pick? Peanut butter M&M's. Damn it. <laughs> peanut butter M&M's are, like, they're way better than the alternative of Reese's PCs for some reason. Oh, they're way better than a Reese's PC. And it's, like, the ultimate... You don't really see them a lot on Halloween, so it's not really a Halloween candy. I feel candy. like it is. You get the little, the little bags. Not so much when we were, like, kids. Like, when we were kids, you, you had, like, true. the main Yeah, it was basically just peanut butter. Have you ever had the coffee M&M's? No. no. I, co- I don't drink coffee. Solid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like they are, are the ultimate movie theater snack, are the oh, peanut yeah. butter M&M's. Always. Popcorn or no popcorn, pretzel bites are not always yeah. peanut butter M&M's. That'd be my my first okay. two. Picks. I like that. I'm gonna go away from the chocolate stuff. I'm gonna go Sour Patch Kids. Mm. Love the Sour Patch yeah. Kids. I'm a big fan of like I like chocolatey candies over like in general. Candies. I agree. There's only two or three non that I like, and Sour Patch Kids is one of them. I yeah. love the little bites. Yeah. And there's so many forms of them. Like you can get like the watermelons and the the watermelons are the best ones. Those of Sour are Patch. Yeah. Back to you for uh, for two, George. Uh, two for me would probably be the peanut M&M. Mm. I just think those are so good. I could eat an infinite amount of peanut M&Ms. Honestly, the peanut butter ones are better, but the peanut if, ones if all they have good. is peanut, I'm going to get those too. <laughs> the, uh, a good combo for that. So we, we were really high at like one of the first bastards I went to. So like a decade ago now. Okay. The pretzels with the peanut butter in them. Like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. those mm-hmm. little ones. Yep. And then, like, two peanut M&M's at the same time. Interesting. Just a, a phenomenal combo. Okay. Granted, we were probably higher than the draft. <laughs> yeah, those, but I mean, those are good. Those on, two on combined own. are, it's a good combo. Okay. All right, George, round out your top, your your third pick. Um, Just to kind of get away from the peanut a little bit, I'm going to go with the Sour Skittle. Ooh. Hmm. I think those have such a good, the, like, sour dust on the Sour Skittles are so good. I don't hate that. You, know, you I like in the inside of the bag after? Oh yeah, definitely. I like the um, the is it like the chewy sweet tarts, sour ones. Oh, those yeah. are those, those are, are good, great those too. Are good too. I mean, I think the best or like a nerd sour soap. candy was Warheads back in the day, like OG Warheads. I like the Sour Patch Kids better. I don't think they still make Warheads. I liked the Warheads, I'm but sure they were they just. Do. They were more of a challenge than they were like something I'd like to eat. I remember being a kid, you just like, oh, like the, the black one, the black bag. Yeah, one the black like cherry the, one. Was like the sourest, and you see, how long can you keep it in your mouth for? <laughs> like it would hurt to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so for my last pick, since I already have the Sour Patch Kids and the mini Snickers, I'm going to go a little bit different. I'm going to go Starbursts. 
Starburst are great. Love a Starburst. I'm going to say a, a very uh, controversial opinion here. The best Starburst are the yellow ones. I don't think that's terrible. I think most people like the pink, but I also enjoy the yellow. Yellow and the, and delicious. The I like all of them. A little side fun fact about Dan that you might not know. <laughs> For probably about 10 years, I only ate Starbursts with the wrapper on them. What? Why? Just popped them like... <laughs> like on purpose? Like popcorn on purpose. <laughs> Were you, Why? What was the age gap? You're like 5 to 15... 12 to 22. No, probably like, I don't know, 7-ish to 17-ish. You're a complete psycho. But why? <laughs> but why? At some point it became a bit, and I was just like, <laughs> oh, watch this, I'll just do this. But I just got tired of, like, because a lot of people, it's like it's like a serving size with anything, right? A serving size is probably like three Starbursts. Right. But I'm eating the whole sleeve, so yeah. all that, that's a lot of unwrapping that I would just wouldn't have it. Plus, you got all that garbage you got to take care of. Yeah, exactly. You got like twelve little it wrappers. Very, it is a very wasteful. It's, case. Yeah, it's just a wax paper. I'm gonna yeah. shit it out anyway. So. It's, it's, I guess so. There's probably a giant ball of wax paper in your probably. Body right I'm probably, <laughs> I probably uh, have a tumor of wax paper in my stomach somewhere. So my final one, I, I, it's a relatively new candy. Are we gonna go over like honorable mentions? Yeah, for all? sure. Okay, love me a take five. Ooh, take yeah, five is that's a take great five choice. Is is delicious. Take you got five a is a pretzel in there. Some caramel. Take chocolate. five is like a top. There might be nougat in there. That's like too. a top. Four. I think it's got everything. That's like a top four candy bar. And if we just did the candy third bars, round, solid, solid, solid pick. That's definitely like if you go to the gas station and you just you see a take five there, you're getting a take five. I think take five would actually be if I'm buying a full candy bar. That's probably second to Kit Kats for me. Yeah, those are delicious. I think. Uh, now, I'm going to bring up one that hasn't been around probably in, like, 15 years. Do you guys remember the s'mores candy bar that Hershey's made? Mm-mm. So it's, like, a little, like, piece of graham cracker with marshmallow covered in, like, Hershey's chocolate. Okay. Absolutely unreal. That sounds delicious. It was hmm. so good. Never Got had discontinued. Now, at least you in guys, America. When I was littler, which doesn't make sense because usually the older you get, the more you like these, but I always like paydays. Yeah. I like a payday. Caramel and I, peanuts. I, I'd rather just do a Baby Ruth at that point. Baby Ruth, mini Baby Ruth was on my list. I love mini <laughs> Baby Ruth. Um, also, Reese's mi- Fast Break. Solid. Also great. Uh, Milky Way. Milky Way. Love a Milky Way. Okay, the only issue with Milky Way is it's just a worse Snicker. True, but more caramel. So as yeah. a kid, I didn't like peanuts in my chocolate, so I hated Snickers, loved the Milky Way. I've okay. grown to obviously appreciate peanuts and chocolate. The other one that probably should have been my third pick is I love a mini Butterfinger. Love oh butter yeah, finger. Butterfingers are solid. I'm not a big Butterfinger guy. Love Butterfinger. That was definitely like as a kid, my favorite candy bar was the Butterfinger. Butterfinger oh. is also my favorite like Blizzard Ooh. ingredient. Heath Bar Blizzard. You ever had that? That's what I mix. So <laughs> Butterfinger. <laughs> I was gonna say Heath Bar is low key. Yeah. Butterfinger. Coffee's like toffee and yeah. butterscotch. It's kind of goaded. Delicious. Butterfinger and Heath. That's my. Yeah. Bl- that's my Blizzard. Yeah. Heath Bar <laughs> is delicious. Now we only gotta wait like. Six months until Dairy Queen's open. <laughs> Dude, cold cow at the end of my treats open twenty four seven. Right after this, or <laughs> Kathy's fro- homemade treats on uh, cold cows. The goat Saint Clair Shores. No, Kathy's yes. homemade no, treats are the best. First of all, cinnamon, Saint Clair- cinnamon and brown sugar. Saint Clair Shores has more ice cream places per capita than any city <laughs> in the Midwest. I will say it's weird because it's winter seven months out of the year. Right. Yeah, but there's so much. No, no, it's an overrated ice cream place in the Shores. Modern Cone. I like that place. Overrated. I've only been there once and I was not impressed. They do make cake pops occasionally for special occasions. Those are pretty solid. Not a big cake guy. Unless it's carrot, carrot cake or carrot tiramisu. Cake. Carrot cake from uh, Is London tiramisu Shop a cake? House. Borderline. 
Yeah, I hope it's not because I don't like. I would swear off all cake if tiramisu was not cake. I wouldn't classify it as a cake personally. Dude, cake is cake's okay. Not a fan of cake. cake wouldn't, it wouldn't be like my first cake over pie. Pie's gross. Pie? Do you consider cheesecake a pie? No, that's no. cake. <laughs> ah, that's border, that's borderline too. That's in the cake but cheesecake family. Cheesecake is delicious. Cheesecake is the best. That's the number one dessert besides tiramisu. I love tiramisu. You and Rick. Should eat tiramisu together. You know what's amazing though? Like I said, we just went to the brewery on like 17 Hayes, almost 18 in Hayes last week. They had an espresso cheesecake. It was Mm. basically like a tiramisu cheesecake. That sounds amazing. Fucking amazing. (laughs) Uh, Anything else on your guys' list? I had on here, I don't think many people give it up. Like, as a kid, if you got this in your Halloween bag, what pissed you off? Candy corn. Disgusting. Candy corn is gross. The worst was the Nico wafers. Those are also uh, yeah, bad. Because those have literally no flavor. That's or, just or eating black, a little piece of chalk. Or back, black licorice. Oh, yeah, like, a cro- licorice. like a bag of crows or yeah, something? Oh, my God. Or peeps. I ha- always hated peeps. peeps. You got peeps during can- during Halloween? They do really? Halloween peeps, I think. No. I also hated the people that did the uh, bags of chips. On- I didn't yeah. mind the bag of chips. What the hell am I going to do with <laughs> 48 bags of better made <laughs> Where are you going? You got 48 bags of chips for Halloween. <laughs> I hate those people. <laughs> You know what I did get once? Little um, little baggies of... Cocaine? No, like uh, cider mill donuts. Got that before. Really? Delicious. No, that's... I didn't like, count that on the list. That's kind of a top tier. Amazing, yeah. But that's like... Interesting. Like if a Blake's donut counts as it a was Halloween like a, candy. It was like a mini bag. Like it was no bigger than this glass. It had like two donuts in it. Was it a Ziploc bag that they packaged themselves? No, it was like a mini version of the bags like you legitimately get. Like a hostess get bag? At, no, no, no. Like the brown ones that you get at the cider, cider mill. Okay. I mean, retrospect, highly dangerous. Yeah, yeah. they can do whatever they want. Sketchy. But they were delicious. Someone rubbed their alive. dick on those donuts. <laughs> Probably. I mean, there's very few times I would turn down a cinnamon sugar donut. Oh, yeah. I think I hate the worst. I got some upstairs. Any type of sucker on Halloween was the worst. It depends on the flavor. Like I a root had, beer sucker I'm a big fan uh, of. Oh, I love a root beer sucker. I liked um, the blow pops that had the gum in the middle. Oh, I oh, don't like those. Or like a Tootsie a Pop. I hate those, no, too. No, that's a Tootsie Pop. No, oh, yeah. I'm talking blow about pop, Blow yeah. Pop with the bubble gum. That was like some of the worst bubble gum you could ever chew. Oh, yeah. yeah. You chew it for about five <laughs> yeah. minutes. It had less flavor. It had yeah. less lasting flavor than the Zebra gum. Yeah, somehow yeah. worse. But it had like one second of flavor. What about uh, what about those like caramel apple suckers? Oh. I went. I had about a one-year period where I liked those, but those are gross. No. Well, they were so stuck to the wrapping. Like, you could not even separate. Yeah, you just basically just flavor is disgusting. What is? Fake apple flavor. 99% yeah. of the time, yeah. Yeah. I would say there's probably some times where it's okay, but most of the time it is pretty oh, disgusting. Oh, another terrible candy, runts. Runts are just trash candy. Oh, one that I didn't mention, uh, Chewy Sprees. Love me some Chewy Sprees. Yeah, those are good. Sprees. Or what are the um, the fruity flavor of the... Tootsie Rolls? No, the fr- uh, fruity flavor fresh maker. The Mentos. The fruity you Mentos? You fruit Mentos on Halloween? I think I did. <laughs> the, the, if I got regular Mentos, I'd be pissed. <laughs> the Chewy Fruity, like, little, like... Tootsie Roll fruit flavor oh, ones. Oh, yeah. Like Delicious. The fruit punch ones were so good. Yep, yep. R.I.P. Uh, Z's Penny Candy, but you can just go yep. there and just get 100 of them for a dollar. Yep. Okay. Well, I feel like we beat that to death, so <laughs> let's move on to the movies. So I have a ton of honorable mentions here, so let's do those after. Oh, yeah. I don't want you to, like, all of a sudden you're just naming off honorable mentions <laughs> that we picked to be fucking... I also have a couple that I didn't really qualify as Halloween slash horror movies. I feel like it's more, like, mystery suspense level. So I didn't include them on my list, but they, they might be. Okay. So anyway, uh, why don't we just go, like, three, two, one. Yeah, we'll just go around one at a time, yeah. 
why don't you kick us off with your number three favorite horror movie and why? So, I, I think... And do I, you watch it frequently? How about that also? So, it's not one I watch frequently. Okay. It's one that my dad used to have, like watch a lot when we were like kids. Mm-hmm. But the original Haunting is a phenomenal movie. Never seen that. Have you never seen the original Haunting? Mm-mm. Have you seen the remake of The Haunting? Depends. What's it called? Is it called The Haunting? It's called The Haunting. I've seen The Haunting of... There's one like Haunting, haunting of, of Connecticut. Connecticut. I've seen that one. That movie bad. sucks. Yeah. It's, not, it's not good. <laughs> I was um, going to say that's your favorite. It's a bad pick. I've seen... Uh, what's the Ryan Reynolds remake? That's uh, Amityville. Amityville. Amityville Horror. I've seen both of those. There's like 12 Amityville Horror yeah. movies. Well, the main two. There's a thousand of them. But the original Haunting is from like 1966. It's an old so movie. It's, so it's nostalgic for you because you watched yeah, it. Like, you yeah, it's, it's, it's a good movie. It's pretty scary. It's been remade. It's been spoofed by scary movie movies. So it's you know it has some lasting power. So if you haven't watched it, I suggest you watch it. Okay. George, why don't you give us your number three? Uh, so my number three would be Hell House LLC. Okay. I have to like write some of these down. Yeah, that's beyond, <laughs> that's beyond my pay grade. What's so, the... yeah, this is like pseudo low budget horror movie uh, available on Shutter. Okay. It is a the basic premise is these group of friends buy a um, kind of run down old hotel and turn it into a haunted house. So okay. majority of the process is kind of this found footage like building of a haunted house and yeah. making oh, it damn, scary, making it cool. Movies. Okay. And hauntings kind of happen to them throughout the process of it, um, them them building the house, and it ends with the conclusion of basically on their opening night of the haunted house, this like tragic event happens and all these people die in the haunted house and it becomes like newsworthy, and one like the only survivor of the main friends provides all the footage to the news and they kind of like retrack the footage with the the survivor so it's and not go all over found it. Found footage. It is. Is it like Blair Witch kind of in that sense? I mean, it is in the sense that it is a found footage movie, yeah. so it is. Did it come out around the same time, or was that? No, this probably came out in two thousand and fifteen. Okay. I would say is probably around the time okay. this came so out. Pretty new. It's, I think, one of the most effective found footage horror movies. Um, it's definitely one that I watch frequently, and I I love found footage a lot more than probably the average person, but I think. Out of that category, porn. my porn's more amateur <laughs> style than I. Uh, we were vi- me and uh, short, and one of our friends at the time was really excited when Blair Witch came out. We had like a, you know, early teen sleepover to watch it, like with Short's brothers, like all together. Highly disappointed when it came out. I watched it. You're again. not a fan of the original. I watched Blair it Witch. again years later, and I liked it more than I did at the time. I but at the, the time, Andy. I did not like it. Really? Was the ending of the first one where the guy's standing in the corner? Yeah, yeah. just screaming in the corner. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like the ending. Very effective. I think that's such a cool ending to the movie. Not as cool as Paranormal Activity. I love any of the Paranormal Activity. The I love Paranormal, Paranormal Activity I, movies. I, I, God, the first three, at least. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of, uh, like, Viral or... I, I, that's the all first I'm talking two about. The first two were great. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Like, when she walks back up to the camera and she's got, like, that nasty grin on her face. Again, really effectively scary. Those movies are... Yeah. Like, I, the first one scared the absolute shit out of me. That was a, that's a good movie. That was on my honorable mention list. But anyway. Okay. My number three is going to be a little bit of a curveball. Because it's, it's kind of like a Halloween comedy movie, actually. Hugh, oh, Rocky Horror Picture Show? No. Adam Sandler, Hubie Halloween. 
I love that movie. Great movie. I, I do really think that movie is awesome. I hate most of Adam Sandler's bullshit movies like post-grown-ups. Because they all suck. They don't... I, I don't like them because they're not good movies. I will respect the fact why he does it. I, yeah, whatever. I liked this one a lot. I was expecting absolutely nothing out of it, and I enjoyed it. This is probably one of the l- widest gaps between my expectations <laughs> and how I felt after the movie of not just horror movies, of almost any movie that I've ever seen. I think that movie is actually funny. Yeah. It's all filmed in Salem, Massachusetts, which is yep. awesome. Yep. Uh, so it has great ambiance the setting is like kind of unbeatable like perfect autumnal vibes Uh, i was like very kind of like you i was very impressed with it where i was assuming it was just going to be some bullshit really bad adam sandler jack and jill style movie and watched it It was so pleasantly surprised well make fun of genie on the way out because she loves jack (laughs) i refuse to watch it because it's the most annoying thing i've ever seen but jack and jill Mm -hmm. i'd rather have both of you fuck me in the (laughs) (laughs) end all right well, anyway, that was my number three. So, number two. Number two for me, it's new. I've talked about it a lot with like you, but Talk to Me. The A24 movie that recently came one. out. I've not watched it yet. Like I said, we might watch it tonight. It's, uh, it's in my mind, a better movie than it is scary, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, the plot's cool. Like, like it, the... It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little different. It's not like the same thing over and over. It... F- I forgot it was an Australian, like everyone's Australian yeah. in that, but like, it's it's a very solid movie. It's got some really good scares in it, and like the premise is kind of scary, but also it's not one that will like haunt your sleeping. Like you're not gonna like think about it and not be able to fall asleep. At least I wasn't. I was not having that issue. But that's a great movie. Yeah, the premise is cool. Like the gimmick is interesting, and the I like the effects a lot. I thought yeah. it was a cool movie. Solid ending too, on it kind of ends a little differently than what you think is going to happen. So I haven't seen it. I, it's good so watch. I have zero input. George, do you feel similar about Smile? Because I know you and I both liked Smile. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of Smile. Um, I do have some issues with... I think the third act kind of falls apart a bit outside of the uh, monster reveal I think is really cool. But, like, but I, I did not like how CGI they went with the, with the monster at the end. But I liked the premise of the ending. Yeah, I... I will say, this kind of remind me, Have you've seen Talk To Me, right? Yep. There is, it's not like a monster, but like a vision of whatever they see that does resemble old Greg a bit, <laughs> and I started laughing like during movies, so I kind of took a little of the scariness away from me. <laughs> old Greg. You ever seen, do you know what old Greg is? Oh, it's from the Mighty Boosh. Okay, Hopefully, this way, way over. <laughs> but yeah, one of the one of the like scares or like hauntings is like looks like old Greg, which kind of took a little away from me. But that's more of a me problem than a problem. <laughs> it sounds like a you problem. Yeah. Okay, George, number two. Uh, number two, I think a Halloween kind of must watch for me is Trick or Treat. God, I hate that movie. Really? We I watched it last year for the first time and I hated it. Really? I haven't seen it. Since I was like. Younger. Did not enjoy it. Oh, I think... I love anthology movies, and I think that one is so effective and, like, captures the spirit of the season so well. I watch that movie every year. I think it could have been so much better. Uh, like, honestly, uh, I felt if they picked any one of, like, the... Any one of the little mini-stories that they had, I think that alone would have been a better movie than where it ended up. Than doing the anthology style? Than doing, like, everything in one. 
I don't know. I like that. I like the little taste of everything because it just feels like a night on the town in Halloween. It felt like all of them were incomplete or unfinished <laughs> to me. I did not enjoy I it. I totally disagree with that. Did but. not enjoy it. <laughs> Unless you uh, get, like, Sam is such an iconic character, like the spirit of Halloween. It's like yeah. a little kid. It's so cool. I guess. <laughs> mm. Number two for me, the uh, the more recent... I guess, I don't know, it's been remade, I think, twice since then, but the Jessica Biel version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, Specifically that's that? One. That's the one at the start, the girl grabs the gun from her pussy and, like, shoots herself or something? Yes. Okay. That is the most intense theater experience I have ever had, where I was, like, sweating in the theater <laughs> and felt like, God, something bad's going to happen next. And that is a really it, effective and it builds, remake. And it builds, and then it, like, stays at 100 for, like, the last 45 very, very minutes good of the movie. movie. That was the last movie that I think I've seen in theaters that like legitimately terrified me. I no disagreement there. I don't think I saw it in theaters. I think it was one I had rented and watched. But very, very I'm actually going to have to rewatch that because I remember that one being very it's good. Very good. Yeah. One, the the reveal of uh, Leatherface in that movie is just so good. There has to be. Like are the, there more Amityville movies or Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies? I think Amityville, but mm, I don't know because they did a lot of Texas Chainsaw movies. Well, they they like, least... remade the same one like. Four times, and now there's, like, spin-offs of it, too. Yeah, I mean, there's at least six, like, mainstay Texas Chainsaw movies. Then there's the Netflix remake that came out last year. Yep. And there's the Leatherface, like, prequel movie, which sucked. Yep. Uh, there's that new one that's, like, a knockoff called X. I haven't seen it, but it's kind of the same idea, right? Like, they go to a old, schmarmy uh, town, and, like, there's a family there, and... X is, I would say, different enough where I wouldn't consider it okay. like a soft remake of Texas Chainsaw, but... Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, definitely a lot of both series that... I, I think you can cut the fat out of those a lot. I mean, even, I think, in the mainstay of Texas Chainsaw, there's a few of those movies that are just terrible. Like, two is almost a straight-up comedy. Three, I don't think there's, like, a on-screen kill in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. It's well cast. The first one's well casted too, because you got the guy. What is the guy's name? I think he died actually. He was the coach in Saving Silverman. He was the drill instructor. Oh, from... uh, yeah, yeah. He is now dead. Yeah, but he's like the the crooked brother cop. Who's yeah, not really a cop of the family. Right. That was perfect. Perfectly casted. Anyway. Yeah, that was a really good remake though. That I think both that and the uh, Friday Thirteenth remake were both well done. Yeah. All right, number one, Sinister. Sinister's that's great. A good movie. Wait, that's the Ethan Bagul, Hawk. That's the Ethan Bagul Hawk. Bagul is a great, yeah. This unreal. Where he's like, the author and he's like, the author. Yeah, okay. he's the author. Yeah, that yeah. That's great. And like the that lawnmower kill in it is top of the line. I Plus felt, the like snuff film aesthetic yeah. of it. Yeah. The I didn't think of that one. That one was good though. I felt that was very similar to. Did you guys see Oculus? The one with the mirror. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, I think it's much better than Oculus. Yeah, I like. I would say Sinister's though. like if you like read reviews and stuff like take any like like uh anything away from like other people's thing like sinister's up there with like one of the better horror movies overall okay for most people it's not on my list but i enjoyed it nonetheless yeah. I, that's a good pick i'm a big fan of that movie why don't we save george george is the expert so why don't i go second okay what's your last one my favorite horror movie ever we watch i probably watch it twice a year it's probably in like my top fifteen or twenty like movies overall. Yeah. Uh, the Conjuring. Conjuring's good. I yeah. love The Conjuring. Uh, it has 
everything that horror movies offer. It's got the jump scares. It's got um, the possession stuff that I love. It's got the... The house, the, like the ambiance of the house. It's got like a creepy the, aura throughout most of it. It's not too much CGI. It has that really like James Wan feel of yeah. everything's kind of creepy and yep. what's going to happen next. And Keeps you uh, on your toes yeah. a little unsettling. Yeah. Several scenes in that movie, even now I've seen it probably ten times at least. Like even when I watch it now, I get goosebumps during certain parts of that movie. I would say like the most effective scare when I saw that movie in theaters was probably the, um, the like house maid who's in the laundry room when the cop is walking around and she like jumps out at him with her wrists that are slit. That one's good. I love when the one girl is sleepwalking and banging her head against the armoire. Yeah. And then she looks up and the witch is on top is like of on it top and of jumps thing. on her. Yeah. That one's awesome. A sneaky good one is when uh, what's her name? Fear of Vagara is down doing laundry. Mm-hmm. And the thing blows off the clothesline and like oh, covers and you see an entity, the and then it flies yeah. up to the window, and then right. the sheet just drops. Right, that was awesome. Uh, the clap is always good. They show yeah. it in the trailer. Show in the trailer, but it is. I think it's still effective. It's it works well in the movie. Like incorporating yeah. that game into it is kind of a cool way. And then how they sneak in the whole opening scene with the Annabelle doll. Yeah, that's effective all on its own. Dolls are creepy. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a house. Oh my god, where is it? I think it's in Sinclair Shores somewhere that has their entire lawn covered with like 150 to 200 dolls. Jeez. Oh, cool. Okay, I guess I won't look at that. <laughs> All right, George, give it to us. What's your number one favorite horror movie? Probably predictable, but the original Halloween is my favorite horror movie of all time and one that I watch at least annually. Yeah. It's, I think it's just the most effective slasher movie. Really kind of kicked off that genre as a whole. Michael Myers, I think, is just like, the quintessential slasher movie character. I think whether, regardless of how you feel about the movies, I think he is the. I think he's the most iconic Halloween slash horror figure. I think even more so than Freddy and Jason. I think Michael Myers is the quintessential icon. He's of the Hall- Halloween, Halloween yeah. mascot. Yeah. If you had to pick yeah. one, he's the one. Yeah, I agree. I I like Halloween. I like it fine. I'm not. I'm I not really a- enjoyed the new the first one. Of the new remake, the 2018. Yeah, the first one I really liked. The second one was even okay. Is that one where they're all like stuck in that house? No, the one where they're all in the house. That's Halloween Resurrection. Okay, so that's, that's like what they do the live stream in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Buster Rhymes. Yeah, that, that one's one, not bad. That one I have not seen. <laughs> but the third one of the one? new set is terrible. <laughs> Halloween um, ends. So bad. I was so pissed <laughs> when I watched that. See, I'm not like. Those movies, they're good to watch nostalgia-wise, but they don't really like scare me anymore. And I like, I want to be scared when yeah. watching these movies. And like, Jason, Freddy, and like Mike Myers now, don't scare now me. Now, Freddy versus Jason. Now we're no, talking. that's an awesome movie. Uh, Jason X. Never seen space. <laughs> it looks bad, but Freddy versus Jason is just incredible. That's that is just a, a, sweet that's movie. a great comedy yeah. movie. The, uh, what was the Jason that they remade in like two thousand like six or seven? Yeah, I mean that was just. That one has the best line of any movie when, like, the girl takes her top off and the guy's like, you have stupendous nip placement. <laughs> oh, my God. Which is just an incredible... It's like that line is seared in my head for eternity. Yeah, that's the Michael Bay 2010 remake. Michael Bay did a Halloween movie? No, it was uh, Friday 13th. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know... My, is there a lot of explosions? No. No, there's a lot it's of... Around, like, uh, a lake house. A lot of nudity. You've seen this, right? Smile? Uh, no. Oh, my God. You should watch it. It's good. I'm watching it currently in silence. <laughs> you need it with sound, though. Anyway... Uh, let's get to some honorable mentions. Uh, the, well, let's kick it off with a couple that I didn't put 
in the horror category. It's more like mystery suspense, I think. Um, a couple, though. Seven, which is probably my favorite it's movie. It's not a Halloween movie. It's not, but murder, mystery, suspense. But it's kind of scary it's for some people. It's not it's probably my favorite movie ever. I like to watch it on airplanes when it's there. Cause I, whenever I'm on an airplane, I like to watch the most like most gory and nudity <laughs> la- okay. like, laden movie there can be. That's a good airplane movie. Uh, we talked about it right before it started, but the Zodiac. Yeah, I fucking love that Excellent movie. movie. Just watched it last week. It's good every time. Robert Downey Jr. because he was a drunk, I think plays an amazing drunk. <laughs> yeah, so his character in that movie is phenomenal. Plus, Jake Gyllenhaal's a cool like code cracker. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo is really good in that yeah. movie too. It's really star studded. Yeah. Uh, the other one, Borderline, but Signs. I love Signs. I think that's my favorite M Night movie. I haven't seen the new one yet. Actually, you said, you said I it was terrible. Enjoy the village. I don't I, think the village is terrible. It's definitely not in my favorite. S- but it also came out when I was like young, so you weren't really like I, I wasn't s- smart enough to guess the twist or really yeah. like, see. <laughs> I feel the same way about the village that I do about Interstellar. Really enjoyed it the whole time I was watching it, and then the ending happened, and I was just pissed off. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of ruined it for me. Uh, all right, let's do let's do some honorable mentions. What do you guys got? I mean, Paranormal Activity one through three is definitely there. I had Paranormal Activity um, on my list. VHS, I really enjoyed yeah. VHS one and two. Never seen that. Um, the Found footage, really gory. VHS ninety four is really good too. I, I haven't, haven't seen that, that yet. yet, but I need to give that a rip. Nobody said the Ring. It's not on my list, but it's it's fine. The Ring. The I think is it one? Ring two where it ends with like the deer crossing the street in like the ambulance. Or yes, that. Like, yeah. I saw the ring two in, in theaters and that just made me laugh. So like anytime like if I end up laughing during a horror film, it's yeah. over for you. It's over for me at that point. Kills it. Um, like the nun two is kind of that way for me. Like there's a scene in there that just like caught me off guard and just I started laughing. So Conjuring two was on my list as honorable mention because I love that movie also. And I, I think that one's legitimately scarier than the first one. The nun figure. Is like, yeah, Valak is one of the creepiest. It's yeah, it's probably outside of Michael Myers, it's probably the creepiest slash my favorite character like, in, in horror movies. That scene in Valak two where like they go or into the two. or Conjuring two where they go into the office and yeah, they, yeah, yeah. and the Valak is like kind of walking around there. the room yeah. and goes into the picture. Valak is scarier when it's not the focal point, right? When it's just a kind of background, like well, when they don't try and turn it into this CGI mess like they did in the yeah. first Nun movie. Wait right. for the second. Watch the second Nun movie. I'd rather not. <laughs> I, I don't want it to be ruined for me. I'll just watch The Conjuring 2. Um, two of my honorable mentions, one of them, again, like kind of an annual watch for me, is sticking with Halloween is Halloween 4. Um, I think that one is just kind of awesome. It has one of the best like autumnal intros of a horror movie of all time where it just has like a slow pan of all of these houses that are decorated for Halloween and like farms where there's decorations blowing in the wind and stuff just really sets up the like Halloween feel really well. Mm -hmm. Um, rest of the movie is probably lackluster for people that didn't like grow up with it or have like a lot of nostalgic feel for it, but it was like kind of the big return of Michael Myers after Halloween two. So I love that movie. It was like probably the one that I liked the most as a kid. So that one is one that I definitely watch annually. Okay. Um, <laughs> kind of a dumber movie, uh, but I like it for similar reasons, is uh, called Trick. Okay. And so this is a movie that I'm 99% sure was a Halloween script that they remade into this movie. Um, <laughs> where the premise is basically this guy is named... Patrick, 
and he goes to this Halloween party as, with this trick-or-treat mask on. So it has two faces that he rotates around. Yeah. So one of them is like the nice one, and then one of them is the evil one. And he also has a knife that says trick-or-treat on it that he spins for like who he's going to kill in the movie. Nice. Like a two-face uh, <laughs> right. from Batman style thing. Right. So like intro scene, he's at like a, a high school party. He ends up like attacking people and killing them. He ends up in the hospital, and then um, who's the guy from House? The oh, uh, Hugh Laurie. No, the Omar Epps. Omar Epps. Uh, Omar Epps becomes Wild. basically his uh, Doctor Loomis and oh, hunts nice. him down every year because like annually he comes back and kills people. Okay, and okay. he's like, this trick is evil. We gotta kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Side note to Omar Epps story. I saw this picture the other day, and it was lining up NFL coaches and just putting weird comments next to them, and yeah. like. I think Kevin O'Connell was like a guy who sells insurance or something like that. It was a bunch of dumb shit. But next to Mike Tomlin, it was like a neurosurgeon on House's team. <laughs> Omar Epps with hair looks exactly like Mike Tomlin. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, that is not to say that all black people look alike because they don't. Even, you didn't have to say that. It's, I just I wanted to make it known. That's not the point of this. They look exactly alike. I, okay. Uh, Jeepers Creepers. I'm just going to get canceled with you, so... <laughs> Jeepers Creepers is great a, movie. The first one, I the first, one, the first one, yeah. legit creepy with Justin Long, top yep. notch. I like Justin Long a lot more before I found out that he likes to like date teenagers. <laughs> no, his friends like to date teenagers. No, he didn't he, date the teenager. It was, what's, there's all these stories the story. going out about like him with dinner with, with <laughs> him with Jonah dinner. Hill. He was at Jonah dinner with Hill. Jonah Hill and two girls, and they were like. He's like telling them like not, not to young. tell the owner of the restaurant how old they are. Interesting. I I do like Justin Long, but I have to investigate. You ever more seen Going that. the Distance with him and Drew Barrymore? Yeah, great little rom com. I mean, his best best part in any movie is him and Zach and Mary make a porno as Randy. Uh, Randy, oh, yeah. uh, Randy Saint. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I, just, I know what you're talking about. You're, you're an actor. You're in movies. <laughs> Fucking movies. <laughs> what does he say? It's like. Uh, what does Seth Rogen uh, say? Mostly all male cast. Yeah, but doesn't he oh, say like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross? <laughs> kind of like Glenn Gary Ross, but it's more like Glenn and Gary suck Ross's meaty cock. Reimagine like the uh, like the Wiz. Uh, yes, but with less less women. Actually, virtually no, no women. women at all. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were one of my fans. Um, you must not be my demographic. What's your demographic? You like pussy? Yeah, not my demographic. <laughs> the. Uh... We should just do favorite Justin Long movie. Uh, Strange <laughs> Worldliness. Accepted. When he's got, when he's got the... Accepted. Is Strange Worldliness when he has the... Dodgeball. Tattoo, tattoos of eyes on his eyelids. <laughs> and he's yeah. sleeping at the dinner table and he wakes up. And like, what the fuck? is absolutely hilarious as well. Jesus. Okay. Um, we got it. Jeepers Creepers. Good one. Love that. Two uh, exorcism movies. I love the Possession movies. Two exorcism movies that I watch a fair amount. Exorcism of Emily Rose. And the right, the right, highly underrated. Anthony original Hopkins. Poltergeist, top notch movie too. Yeah. Actually, some Emily Rose. That's with uh, the dude from Breaking Bad, right? Uh, no. Where he is like the con man guy. That movie. No, this is with. Um, I'm with thinking of the, the last exorcism. The, probably the doctor from the Avengers. Is like the priest, okay. and then Laura Dern is the lawyer. It's okay. like almost like a courtroom slash possession drama because mm-hmm. it's about a priest being on trial because the girl died while he was performing an exorcism. Okay. So he's like trying to make exorcism and possession part of like 
a court of law. Yeah. Trying to make pa- it. Right. They have to believe it to be able to not prosecute him, I guess. My biggest issue with, and this is, I guess, some scary movies, again, like, things that, like, this make me laugh. Anytime I see an exorcism movie now, I just think of Scary Movie 2. <laughs> When uh, <laughs> you must help me to release these I demons, the person must bless this house. He goes, takes a ship, and then like the next time, she's like, "Your mother sucks, cock and hell." It's like all I can think about during. You should watch movies. the right. Have you seen the right? I think Anthony a long time Hop- ago. I know the movie you're it's talking so about. It's so good. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins Sounds is a lambs. Anthony Hopkins is like an unorthodox style priest, but he does exorcisms. And there's this young guy that goes to the Vatican. He's going to school, but he's like kind of like a non-believer. Of God, ish. He doesn't believe. So he goes to school. At the <laughs> yeah, yeah. And doesn't the, not, in God. not the point. So they send him to Anthony Hopkins because Anthony Hopkins was also too a non-believer at one point. And then it's kind of like the whole premise of the movie is like to be like becoming a scientist of he, evolution and only and only believe in creationism. But so he like argues with the teachers and stuff. He just but that's not the point. The point of the movie basically is like if you believe in God, then you have to believe in the, that the devil exists. Also, that's like the premise of the movie. Yeah. So, but it's awesome. Anthony Hopkins obviously plays an amazingly creepy I character if he wants only to. Only the devil exists. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I had to be on one side of it at all, just the devil. Uh, another borderline one, but we did, we talked about it earlier the faculty. Love the faculty. faculty. I haven't seen it in forever. I might watch it tonight. <laughs> it's a good one. That's all I had on my well, list. Species. Eh. Species used to make me afraid to sit in the toilet. I think like in Species One or Two, the species comes up through some through the toilet on someone. So you just look at some videos from like Georgia or Florida where snakes come up up through the toilet. <laughs> yeah, that's then just you'll normal. Never take a that's shit day again. to day. That's impossible to know. <laughs> I'm shitting right now. Uh, oh, one more I had on my list. What kind of nostalgic? Like when the one that you watched with your dad as a kid. One I watched with my parents all the time is the original It. Okay, the original It is scary. Even scarier, I remember, is like someone's like ninth grade, ninth birthday party, tenth birthday party. Yeah, and it was on two VHSs back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. So we're all watching it. It's like midnight. We put it on. Everyone falls asleep. First video ends, and then like I'm like oh, I'm the only one awake. I'm like I'm just gonna go to sleep. Like this all of a sudden, it starts auto rewinding. Had no clue VHSs <laughs> could auto rewind. Oh boy, it scared me shitless. I'm like waking people up. I'm like. The fucking movie started rewinding it's on its own. <laughs> it's here. And they're like, quit being a pussy, dude. Auto rewinds. I did uh, not know that. I had a slight fear of shower drains after that movie for a while. Yeah. When he comes up, when he like laughs and yeah. then comes up through the shower drain. Yeah, that one is one that I think, watching as a kid, it's much scarier than it is when you see it as an adult. Yeah. Because Tim Curry is so hilarious good. So good. in it as an adult. Like, you think he's cool and funny. Yeah. Where as a kid, you think he's terrifying oddly enough when i think of tim curry i think of the doorman from home alone 2 more more, more than i think of yeah so he's not in face paint in home alone 2 i believe you're mistaken (laughs) i should smell you getting off the elevator take you lousy no good well that's all i got on halloween and horror movies yeah i guess we should uh get into the picks let's do it and wrap Uh, this up before we do the picks, though, two things. A couple thumpings this weekend. Michigan just absolutely gives the business to yeah. Michigan State. They never even came close to maybe even Michigan side of the field, let they alone. They're not, not good. They're not good. Um, some people like close games. 
especially in rivalries. I do not. That game right there is like my dream version of rivalry games. Okay. That's how I like it to happen. I don't want close games. Uh, well, not liking close games would have helped you if you're a Ravens fan this week. The Lions get absolutely drummed. As a Ravens fan, I still was classic cheering just, for the hometown team. Classic just bury the tape game. Forget about it. High high uh, emotions of the Carolina game last year Yeah, were just total breakdown on all levels. The coaches, the effort, the personnel, everything. Just bury the fucking tape and forget about it. Coincidentally... Both of those games were the last time the Lions wore white jerseys and blue pants, and they just got drummed both times. Sorry, white jerseys, blue pants, and white socks. Scrap that. Scrap, Scrap it. That out. <laughs> you gotta wear the blue socks if you're wearing the blue yeah. pants. Just blew myself. Only question I had on that was related to JMO. We talked about it a little bit in our text string, but where are you at with JMO? Okay. Some people are people, like trade it, trade him. People are like, this guy's a bust. You gotta trade him. Just jump off a fucking cliff. He's played less than a season's worth of games. Well, that he was missed my... his first year with injuries, so you can't fault him there. Yes, him well, He's coming family. back from an injury. He played like six Correct. games, but he's like hardly playing any snaps. Correct. He didn't really practice that much with the team. That's and then a, six that's a weeks, season. Six weeks, that's on him. Like, you can then... fault him for doing something yeah, yeah, stupid yeah. to take him away. Right. But there are a couple things. One, he still is trying to get in sync with Goff. Wasn't able to practice with the team for six weeks. Yeah. Like, I think... You can start to panic more after the bye week. So after we play... Who do we play come off the bye? Uh, Chargers. So after the in Chargers a, game, LA. I think is when you can do that. But he's consistently getting open. He blocks. I mean, he's definitely a fucking burner. Like, you cannot cover if, him. If he can just develop a little bit of... I'm holding off on panic for three more weeks. Okay. I would even say longer than that unless he continues with well, you the want stuff to see he's improve, showing. You want to see improvement Correct. in those three weeks. You want to yeah. see him... Be more on the same page with Goff. Not like he's the only person that's had to look over both shoulders for a football right. multiple times. He, he is, like you said, he's com- consistently beating defenders down the field, and Goff has underthrew him. But my concern is him locating the ball, which I think some of that will happen with him getting used to timing and flow of the game, because. You're just not going to have games like in college where he's running 20 yards right open and he can just slow down and grab it. Correct. You have to be able to adjust on the fly. And if he can't catch, he needs to be able to catch comeback routes and slants because that's where he can be fucking really dangerous. Even if he's not a polished route runner in his first like year or two. Yeah. He can take a slant 95 yards. He can take a comeback route and score a touchdown. Like If he can just do that, and catch the ball, he's going to be an effective weapon, and he's going to stretch the defense. I agree, but people are like, gotta get rid of him, he's a bust. Like, he's played eight games. Yeah, like not even that, though. Like, if you talk about snaps, he's maybe played four games. Correct. From it's... a snaps perspective. Chill out, people. Yeah. They, I think his upside is too big to risk trading him away before you know what he actually is. Agreed. Yeah. Because you know exactly what would happen, is they'd trade him to someone like, Houston or Carolina, and he'd have 11 touchdowns next year. I, you got to keep him. You're, he's under team control for two more seasons. Plus, you have the fifth year option still. Like, I see it out. Yeah. Give him uh, a little time. One more funny thing from last week. This was actually two weeks ago since we didn't record, but the Purdue football team, they took a timeout. A fan came onto the field and kicked a 40 yard field goal <laughs> as part of, like, you know, a timeout prize thing. Yeah. 
after that timeout, the actual Purdue kicker missed a 39-yard field goal. <laughs> they should sign that kid. All right. Anyway, miserable picks. I had another good week last week, and then this past weekend, miserable. I went a combined one and nine across college in the NFL. Yeah, you weren't great. So your record is now twenty-five and twenty-one. Yep, and I'm in twenty-three, college. twenty and two. So where is that from? A uh, I'm at five thirty-eight win percentage. You're at five forty-three. So you have a Ooh, slight edge. Still got a lead after one and four. I yeah. like it. I am now after going two and ten to sixteen, fifteen and one. I'm now sixteen, twenty and one in the NFL. Yeah, nice over so, five week for you. Yep, I have five plays each. Right, fire away on those college plays. College plays, just regroup. Stick with the method. On the year, it's working, so let's just stick with it. Marshall, minus four at Coastal Carolina. 32% of the bets, 51% of the money. Georgia, don't love this one, but the numbers are there. Georgia, minus 14.5 at Florida. 26% of the bets, 42% of the money. This one's really weird. Never seen a number quite like this from a betting dollars perspective. Miami, minus 18.5 at home against Virginia. 14% of the bets, but 49% of the money. Okay. That's huge. That that might be the lock. FIU at home against Jackson State, plus 9. 20... They're playing currently right now. Oh. Well, I have FIU plus 9, 29% of the bets, 50% of the money. All right. Well, just want you to know that's not going great so far. What's the score? Uh, they're down 14, <laughs> seven minutes into the game. Plenty of time. Uh, Virginia Tech, minus 2.5 at home against Q's. 37% of the bets, 57% of the money. Five plays. Vatek fucking sucks. They do suck. Um, I got six plays. Okay. What was the Vatek line you had? Two and a half. Minus two and a half? Correct. Okay. Six plays, only five games. I got a double, double dip play. I haven't had one of these in a while. Um, but we got OU Kansas over 65. Kansas is at home. Their offense is explosive. Both quarterbacks, whoever's playing is going to be good. Oklahoma's offense... Can score. Um, I also have Kansas plus 10. 10 points at home. Oklahoma struggled against Central Florida. Kansas is a sneaky team that could upset them. So okay. give me Kansas plus 10. All right. uh, Florida State, team total over 35.5. Hate the number. Wish it was like 34.5 to be a little bit better. But I'm going to take Florida State over 35.5. They are 20-point favorites uh, in that game. I think they can... They're, they're now becoming my USC of a team total you bet it. You know, the USC experiment didn't go so well. So we're gonna You're try removing that time. from the board? It was removed last week. Jeez. Yeah, just completely. Giving up on it already? Yeah, USC sucks. Their defense is trash. Well, word is that Caleb Williams is now tanking his own draft stock to not go to the Bears or the Cardinals. Hey, word is he kind of sucks right now. So who gives a shit? And Wake Forest isn't a good team, so Florida State should roll. Okay. Uh, Utah plus seven. At home against Oregon. I'm a big Utah believer. That's a tough place to play. At they have home, a really like good that. defense. Seven points. You might see it at six and a half. If you see it at six and a half, take it to seven. Um, but seven's the play. Duke, Louisville over 46. Louisville's got a pretty explosive offense. Duke's stout defense, but they're coming off a couple uh, couple losses. So I think we can get the 46 there. And last play, James Madison minus 20. Okay. At home. Uh, they are playing Old Dominion. Don't know dick about Old Dominion, but James Madison's been a uh, a wagon. Seven yeah, I was reading an article about them yesterday. How they're but they're undefeated, right? Yeah, seven and zero. Yeah. Uh, okay. NFL plays. Like I said, I am now sixteen twenty and one on the year. 
I hate the board this week. Not seeing it well. I feel like I'm seeing it too well. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, I'm looking that, at that Owen five last yeah, week. Is I'm like, looking at all these. This games. board is too good. <laughs> a lot of games were very much like the San Francisco Vikings game on Monday, where I'm looking at like I don't see how the Vikings win. That's true. Hey, a lot of games like that. Before we get into your NFL week. picture, quick, we are one of two of twenty people with no losses in our survivor pool. That is a good start. So nice twelve grand in that one. <laughs> well, were you were you like me when you looked at everyone's picks? You're like. I kind of want Seattle to lose, even though we had them, because so many people. so many people had them. I was like, I'm confident the rest of the way. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, twenty if, people with no losses. I think there's fifty six with one loss, something like that. I thought there was like, like seventy total, but maybe it's like maybe I looked before the game was over. Yeah, yeah. it's like seventy or seventy six total left. I have see. What do we What do we think the play is this week? I like Baltimore. Yeah, they're going to Arizona, but. That seems to be my play. That's one of those games where, like, I, I don't know how the Cardinals keep the, it within eight and a half if points. If the Texans were home against the Panthers, I would take the Texans, I think. But on the road, Carolina's 0-6. Um, they're probably going to win a game at some point. Yeah, so. Yeah. It's getting it's getting tough. Because there's a lot of games like that. Like, the Bills I don't really trust anymore, and I think with the Bucks' good defense, they could actually keep that one close. It's so like if I were to bet that game, I'd probably take Tampa Bay, which yeah. means Buffalo will probably win by three touchdowns. But anyway, my plays. I am taking a huge bounce back by the Lions. I don't care what the line is. I'm taking it at eight and a half. Okay. They are going to thump the Raiders at home. I agree. Monday night football, the crowd after two weeks on the road is going to be absolutely jacked. I don't care if Jimmy Garoppolo plays or not. The worst case scenario for me is actually if Aiden O'Connell plays because he might be the actual most capable quarterback on that roster. Aiden O'Connell sucks. If Brian if Brian Hoyer plays, the Lions are going to win by thirty. Uh, next game. Brian Hoyer zero seven in his last seven starts. Yeah, I am going to take the Bengals plus three and a half. I know everyone's going to be on probably the Bengals. This seems like a sucker line because the Niners have played two terrible games in a row, and it's at. The Niners, but the Bengals coming off a bye, I'll take the three and a half points and be done with it. Don't like that one bit. That makes me like it even more. It's <laughs> fine. I'm going to take Seattle with the hook down to minus three against the PJ Walker Browns. PJ Walker's gotten lucky now two weeks in a row, and the Browns are sneaky good. They've Their defense is insanely good. Jerome PJ Ford Walker, is out though, but they do have Kareem Hunt. PJ Walker Strong in there. I think has one pick in the last two games. He should have about six. Mm-hmm. So. That's why they play. That's why they play corner in, in, and safety in that wideout in Seattle. I'm thinking that flip, so I'll go with Seattle. And then I actually have two dips this week. Hmm. I have one that I'm less confident in. That is a is a high. Dip. Did you get Ramboned last week? I'd, uh, yes. First dick Rambone of the year at Buffalo minus two and a half and San Francisco minus a half. Both lose. Go. Okay, so Dick Rambone candidate for this week. First dip. Chargers on Sunday Night Football at home against the Bears down to minus two and a half. Okay. Explain to me how that happens, but. What's his name's about to get fired? The coach for the Chargers, because oh Joe Staley. Somehow he just he finds way to lose games. Not or John Staley, whatever the fuck his name is. Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley. Uh, Staley is the offensive tackle from Central Michigan. Correct. Who played at. I'm dipping that with the Dolphins to minus three and a half. The Dolphins are at home against the Patriots, which Patriots defense sneaky good. The Dolphins have kind of struggled against good defenses. Okay. But I feel like their offense wakes up at home, bounce back, and then. I think this is my lock of the week. Dip of the week, if you will. KC down to minus one against the Broncos at home. At Denver, actually, sorry. 
and then Baltimore to minus two and a half at the Cardinals. Both teams are on the road, but both those teams are kind of rolling right now. Baltimore's offense looks like it finally woke up. KC's offense finally woke up. Yeah. Both defenses playing great. Like, find me a way where they lose those games, and and I'll just take the Dick Rambo. But yeah. those are my plays. Godspeed and good luck. George, you don't have any plays this week because why? Because the house always wins. All right. Classic Scott Slater line. George doesn't bet. <laughs> George doesn't bet much, but when he does, it's $200 parlays in Vegas, <laughs> and that's it. It's not the bet. got to make picks. <laughs> All right. Well, we're we're an hour and 20 minutes in. I think we've set a new record for, for pod two, length yeah. now. So uh, everybody enjoy Halloween. We'll be back probably next Thursday after some travel by me. Yeah. Obviously, go Lions. Uh, enjoy Halloween. George, let us know if you see any new movies. Yeah. I'll keep you updated. And as always, keep it under 100. When you grab all your buds and you about to hit the links When you take out a club and you about to hit a swing What you gon' do? Shit, what you mean? Keep it under, keep it under, under hundred 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 We keep it under, a hundred